Hello guys, welcome to our special episode. Special because it's all three of us sitting here behind the mics today. It's me, Anna, Vishta, Martin. So for this special episode, we prepared our most favorite moments from the first season. Uh, we picked something, something from every episode. Good for us, because we liked all of them. A lot. <laughs> it's very hard to choose It wasn't some easy, yes. <laughs> uh, so you will hear our top picks and also some uh, stories from the backstage to almost, I think, every episode, right? There is something interesting to say about either our guests or the circumstances of the recording. Most, right? Mostly of how we messed up somehow. I <laughs> do, <laughs> uh, <either>, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into it. All right, let's get right into it. With our first recording, we jumped right into it and we got three recording at the same day. It was Espen, Linda and Simon. We kind of realized that three episodes per day was a little bit too much. <laughs> Definitely too much. We haven't repeated it since, but we managed and each of them brought a valuable piece to our podcast. Yeah, definitely. And the very first episode was uh, with Espen, who is our floor mate here at the place we lived, the campus Kollegium. And Espen was freshly graduated from uh, his engineering program. What was it, like two days, three days? Yeah, it was just, yeah, I think it was three days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it was very fresh um, into that. And so we asked him about yeah how he feels or how he felt and what was his maybe memories from the student life when he was still very fresh and yeah he shared a lot of interesting stuff with us and i think we pretty much enjoyed it so here's the pick after you know five years you finally start getting really to be quite good at being a student knowing when you should put effort in and when you can relax a little more um, and that's when you're done um, but yeah <laughs> <laughs> through experiences I would say there's been loads um, stuff like finishing my bachelor's uh, uh, my engineering bachelor's was a great day you know we worked hard for it and I felt like I some to some extent caught back up in my mind and that was a really great day um, now just two days ago was really nice um, going on exchange was also a you know, huge experience and you learned a lot by going to an exchange but I more so think for me it's been you know the small things enjoying the day where you maybe have a lecture it's maybe not the most good advice but where you decide I'm going to stay home today and just enjoy <laughs> life you know um, going out on a Wednesday with friends and having a beer because that's what you can do when you're a student you know those things have been I think the ones that stand out to me which is what's great about being a student. Next up was Simon, Anna's classmate, um, who shared a lot of fascinating traveling stories with us since he pretty much traveled all over the globe, right? Yeah. And some intimate moments as well. <laughs> <laughs> We're Definitely. not going to spoil those. <laughs> If you would like to hear this, listen to the whole episode, because this best moment would be five or six minutes long, and yeah, that would be too much for this episode. But listen to some of his other travel experience when I got there I was like oh man I'm American I wonder you know I wonder if they won't like me or something like that and 
And like, when I think about that now, I just laugh, you know, because they're just the sweetest people, you know, some of, I taught adults in Ho Chi Minh City and some of them were former North Vietnamese soldiers who were like, I was like, yeah, you know, they're like, oh, where are you from? And I was like, oh, I'm, a, I'm American. Oh, I love America. And I'm like, oh, yeah? They're like, yeah, every summer I go fishing in Florida. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so, you know, that was a big kind of wake-up call to me. However, this wasn't the only time we retorted with Simon. He was actually our test subject back in December when we were only figuring out how and if we're going to do this podcasting. And um, he was uh, brave enough <laughs> to have din- dinner with us. And well, to be honest, I guess you made yourself brave a bit to <laughs> start the recording. <laughs> yeah, there was a reason why we did not use the material. But <laughs> something survived from that first episode and made it to his real episode. So listen to this. <laughs> there was this fish, right? And... This fish had an accident when uh, he was young. <laughs> and the fish is, you know, living living his best life, you know. <laughs> the fish is living his best life, you know, swimming around. Um, I say it, you know. And, um, and one day the fish is just swimming, swimming, and it hits a wall. It hits a wall. And it says, damn. Linda was the first woman we had on the show. And again, it was me and Martin's floor mate. Starting to see pattern? Yeah, through friends on the show. We're grossly gonna <laughs> talk about a few. <laughs> but with Linda, we know that we can talk about even more serious topics, like her religion or her work in a senior home. But after the recording, we kind of realized that he's, she's a very funny person as well. So... In order to fix that, we had to invite her for a second time and do the recording once more to get some funny stories as well. Listen to one of those. I was sitting uh, around the dinner table and that night someone had uh, sadly passed away and then they're bringing the casket uh, for the person that have, uh, you know, passed away. And, you know, the older people, they have dementia. They don't really know what it is. And then some they see the this person carrying the casket uh, across the room. And then uh, this older man, he's like, so what is this? Uh, what happened? And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to tell him that somebody died and it just recently happened. And so he doesn't get scared. So I was like, oh, oh, it's it's just my bed. It's It's just my bed. <laughs> it's it's just for me. It's nothing. Don't worry. And he started like, oh, okay, yes, okay. And then afterwards, another woman came in, and I have forgotten about the casket. And then she was like, oh my God, is this for me? Is this for me? And I hadn't, I wasn't, I didn't know what she was talking about. I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And then my other colleague looked at me and was like, are you even noticing what you were saying? You just <laughs> told her, yes, this is for you. This casket is for you. We continued with an, another woman, Pernil, who runs the Cozy Cafe, which is uh, on the ground floor of the dorm, Anna and Martin Libet, which is by no coincidence the birthplace of our podcast. We've spent a few days, evenings <laughs> at that place. Yep, we were very loyal customers. Uh, we should have invited her 
as a first guest and now now i realize she, since she owns the birthplace but never mind we fixed it and she was the fourth episode <laughs> we also had our guest dinner um at her place and with her we also realized what our common issue will be we forgot to record the intro and outro and we did that a couple more times so sometimes you can hear cars <laughs> in the background for example <laughs> But anyway, uh, here's Pernil and our most favorite moment of her episode. Definitely. I'm I'm from a family where I've seen my mom start her own bookshop. My dad, he's uh, he was a banger and now he's a full-time beekeeper. Mm-hmm. And he started wow. that from scratch as well. So, you know, I've been used to seeing my family doing that. And my dad always told me, like, if... If you're annoyed by something, if you have something to complain about, do something about it. All right, and the next comes Honun, our very first international. Uh, <laughs> In case you were asking why it's only Martin who can pronounce Honun's name properly, <laughs> as he learned some Chinese, so... Yeah, at least I hope it's uh, the proper pronunciation. <laughs> yeah. She yeah. praised you Yeah, when, when you were starting the recording. I didn't want to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, during the episode, uh, Honin told us that she's she's about to write a master thesis about veganism, right? And uh, mm-hmm. at that point, she, at least according to her words, she couldn't really like uh, comprehend how these people works, like without eating any meat or any uh, uh, animal products but when we when we met her a few months later at our guest dinner we somehow uh, find out find it out find found out that she's a vegetarian <laughs> so uh, in this in this case the the education had really huge impact on her (laughs) (laughs) on her life on her personal life not only what a master thesis can do to you right (laughs) yeah you wouldn't believe that right and so let's just listen to the moment of honin's episode Uh, seriously i am not like i don't want to be rude but before Uh, i feel (laughs) i feel like vegans are a little bit weird because (laughs) this it's not really possible because for me if i because this is my personal experience if i don't mean i try to not eat meat for around three months because that time i wanted to lose some weight so i tried and those three months i felt very bad i don't feel happy i didn't feel happy i felt very exhausted i don't know it's very easy for me to be exhausted uh-huh. so i feel like the vegans they're strong but in some point they are like what exactly keep the keep them to have this lifestyle I think. Yeah. Episode with Doha, who was the next guest, was very sweet as are all her cakes that she's been making on our floor. Again, Doha is another floor mate of me and Martin. I'm starting to be sad that I don't live here. <laughs> you yeah, you kind of do. I mean <laughs> you're here. I have often. the key, so <laughs> We were not only lucky to have her on our show, but even to taste one of her cooking, which she presents in the episode. And maybe to update you on her a little bit, since we talked to her, she published ebook full of those yummy recipes. So give her a short listen. 
99.9% of the time, I feel like it's uh, nerve-wracking to share something so personal with others, especially people that I don't know personally that, that aren't necessarily my best friends or close friends. It's nerve-wracking, but I've chosen to do it because I want to make it less of a taboo to speak about mental health or depression. I want people to feel like they can open up about these topics basically create more awareness about it and somebody has to put themselves out there to make other people feel like they're welcome with their uh, they're welcome to share how they're feeling they're welcome to talk about mental health issues depression and another guest was marta my classmate right <laughs> and again the connection there <laughs> yeah and um we decided to invite Marta because uh, she's a mom of three. She's studying her PhD and also she's subscribed to all the courses we have on the master program. And at least personally me, I couldn't really comprehend how she can manage to do all these things. And that's what we wanted to find out uh, in the program and maybe motivate other people just you know, you, you have definitely the free time to study or to do anything <laughs> when Marta can do that. Yeah, and this episode showed the, the real importance of research because I came with a lot of questions on bilingual bringing up of children and then I found out that her children are pretty much grown by now. <laughs> uh, and Already she brought up. <laughs> yeah, and she can't really tell me anything about um, Spanish, uh, Danish, so. Yeah, maybe just to point out for those who didn't listen Marta's episode, her husband is Danish and she comes from Andorra, so that's why the bilinguality yep. question. So, so, yeah, let's go right into it. And when you have three kids, you you learn how to survive without sleeping. <laughs> so <laughs> it's uh, it's the way. So how much you sleep? Uh, no, I normally I sleep uh, six, seven hours, but. Okay. But when at the end of the semester, it's not like that. <laughs> we can sleep three hours. And we think we're busy. <laughs> no, but it's, it's not. Well, it, that's the, the funny part of the life. It's not work. <laughs> and, uh, and the when well, and of, of course, I'm not alone. And my husband, it's, we mostly do 50-50. Next up was Fabio, and he was a really special guest because he was the first one we did online because of, you know, Corona times hitting us in March. And we didn't really want to stop our podcast train since we thought we had really good momentum. So we we found, found a way to, to continue. Uh, the problem was we couldn't really get any guests because people were... Well, people were at home. It was difficult to find them at school <laughs> since that was closed. So we did what we do best. We bullied a friend into coming to, a pod to do our podcast. <laughs> and you're only allowed to, to go out if you're going grocery shopping or, well, if you're going to work, if your workplace is still, still open. And also if you're, if, you're, if you're like training or you just want to go out and run, uh, you're supposed, you're like allowed to do it, but only only in the close premises of like staying close to to your house and not 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 getting kilometers away. And there has been there has been a few cases of people uh, using the excuse of of walking the dog to like just take a walk wherever they wanted. And they're like they're now facing repercussions. Like people people that have been found like 
10, 15 kilometers from their home, just, just with their dog. Walking their dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, another online episode was with Stine and to your surprise and ours as well, it was the first guest we didn't know in person before. Woohoo! <laughs> so Stine was the first brave individual who came without actually knowing us. I mean came, yeah, we did it online, but we stick to the corona topic and we talked about her project on how people behave under the lockdown. And it was very interesting, so definitely something you could try off during your holiday. And it was quite nice to find other people that were willing to talk about it, um, all the different aspects of it, um, both sex and porn and gender and sexuality and bodies, etc. Um, in a very clinical way, so to say. Like, talking about sex does not have to be sexy. Like, it can be very straightforward um, about, like, are you okay? Like, what is normal, what is not normal? If you don't have a, well, a baseline of what's normal and your main normal comes from things like porn and TV, then your whole idea of sex and body, etc. becomes quite screwed. Um, because real, it's maybe not what you're going to get from those places. And next one is another floor mate episode. We are really looking forward to a new semester where new floor mates are going to come. <laughs> and uh, then we will <laughs> sign in with the new materials. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Xien. Did I? Yeah, well, that was the episode with Xien. And... Um, at the time being, right now, she's back in Taiwan. She's doing her two weeks quarantine somewhere in a hotel. So, she, and if you listen to us, we wish you... All uh, the best. Yeah, and all the sanity <laughs> keeps uh, <laughs> uh, in your head. And, uh, uh, well, at the very end of the of the episode, uh, we got, and especially Xian, I would say, uh, a bit emotional because she started to talk about uh, her grandpa, of course. And uh, yeah, well, you will listen to this part in, uh, in our episode pick. My grandpa came to Taiwan from China, mm -hmm. like after the World War II, and he was a soldier that uh, used to fight for the for the Nationalist Party during the Chinese Civil War. So he was against the Communist Party. And of course, when when the side, his side lose, they all took refugee to China. And Taiwan. No, to Taiwan, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> so he ended up being in Taiwan without his family? Yeah, mm. yeah, so uh, when, when, he, when he came to Taiwan, he always thought that this is just a temporal, temporary retreat and then they stayed in troops for months, for years, like for years, it's just like waiting to fight back, but that never did happen. So he ended up uh, living here all his, uh, all, all, all his life. Another online lady after CN is Mavi. Mavi was also Italian and she was the other half of the couple from Fabio. So Fabio and Mavi were actually the first couple we had on the show. 
And <laughs> as mommy herself said when we met afterwards, they invited me only because they didn't have anyone else to come. So similar story like with Fabio and all our friends. <laughs> no, no matter how it was, we were really glad to have her. And as she said, the episode was fun. So there we go. As I told you before, I'm, I'm very stubborn. So <laughs> I didn't accept, I, yeah, yeah, because um, I didn't accept the fact that I could have, you know, fucked up another time, a second time, like on top of the, of the first one of, of physics. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna make a living out of Arabic and uh, Arab word. But then again, I chose wrong. <laughs> No, Mavi, no. <laughs> Episode 12 was Lina, uh, but she wasn't 12 in a row, actually. We started uh, talking about having her on the podcast sooner, but as you could hear in her episode, she suffers from some health issues. And that's, that's what happened. We had to reschedule the recording twice because of health issues. Fun fact, one time it was me. Um, I didn't, it was straight at the beginning of the Toronto times and I had a cold and I would feel really bad if I was sneezing all over <laughs> my, my podcast team is in dress. Yes. So we did it from the comfort of our own bed using the online tools to our advantage. So listen to Lina. No, it's actually my maiden name. So, um, I published my first book before we got married, like yeah, a few months before we got married. And I decided to just stick with that name uh, because I had already sold a bunch and had some good reviews and stuff. So having to change your author name uh, when you've published one book or two books, it's kind of starting all over again because you have to rebuild a fan bases and stuff like that. So I decided I was just going to keep it. And also because... It was my thing. It wasn't something to do with my husband. It was completely my thing. Online tools may have been our savior in the past months, but sometimes the technology didn't really fail us. For example, with me and my neighbors with whom we shared Wi-Fi and they decided to renovate during the weekend and shut it off. Again, you should move to our dorms. <laughs> <laughs> the science keep pointing at it, yes. So we had to reschedule Mohammed. But we're happy that he agreed to it because it was a great episode. We, it was a great honor, actually, for us to talk to him because he was really inspirational and he, he's done a lot. Made us, he put us all to shame, right? Wow. A bit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we could feel or we could feel shame, but <laughs> I don't think he put us. No, he was he was he was really amazing. It was one of the nicest guys we had. Yeah, it's a shame that we didn't get to meet him since he was already back in in Germany. I was actually the only one who met him very briefly at a Christmas party two years ago, almost. So, haha, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully we'll still have a chance. Mo, this is a challenge for you. Come and meet us (laughs) for this for our next guest dinner, maybe. In the meantime, this is an excerpt from his episode. Uh, psychology plays a bigger role. That people um, really want to give their life a higher meaning. Um, and 
some people also are looking for adventures. And that is very interesting because um, I never heard that before, that people just go to Syria and fight and, 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 and kill people because they are looking for an adventure in their life. Um, Sophie was another stranger on our show, but that's not true anymore since we've all met on our guest dinner in June and we had a lot of fun playing charades together. We bombed together, we were on the same team. She was awesome. She was. <laughs> she ruled. <laughs> and she's awesome also with her paintings and drawings, so that's something we talked about. And another great like contribution of hers into our show was that she recommended two of our three teachers that we eventually talked to. So I think we'll get to those, but that's highly appreciated as well. And I thought that it would be so interesting to to make a project about this garbage culture that we have. So what is it that defines people that likes to sort it very much, or the people that doesn't take it that serious? I think that would be very interesting to go out in a garbage station and be like observing and uh, asking people and what are you doing and like that, yeah. And another classmate episode with Andreas, which who is a... Uh, Anna's classmate, <laughs> and uh, he stopped. Uh, how do you call it? The line of the. I don't know how you call it. So many consequent episodes uh, with girls. He was yet uh, the the first guy starting uh, another four or so episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't didn't meant to be so funny uh, in the beginning. So and. Uh, On a dead note, Anna, you wanted to say something? <laughs> I did, because uh, in a few episodes later, we talked to Andreas' teacher. Andreas is a mind teacher, Erasmus. And he <laughs> recalled a very nice memory that Andreas was very active during the lessons. And he uh, had like constantly his arm like raised up in the air. However, he was also always laughing. So Erasmus was never actually able to like call to him because <laughs> he kept talking and saying something so it was just like a funny paradox that we gotta ah, afterwards we used to live in a condominium and outside the condominium you had like these uh, condominium guards they were trying to like pick up this giant i think it was a boa or a python that was around like two meters long or if not bigger with a tiny little black plastic bag and a stick and <laughs> My mom was like, what, what are you guys doing? So she goes into the cabinet. She gets a proper thick threaded bag. She goes down. It's like, no, no, you want to put the snake in this bag. So it's like, you know, my mom and three guards trying to wrestle this snake into a bag uh, so they can kind of carry it away because, you know, otherwise they'll eat someone's dog or a baby or, you know. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, 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 yeah. I would run away. <laughs> no, no, my mom would be like, no, 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 that's not how you handle a snake. Rune was the first one on our podcast who was part of the SDU staff. And he... I mean employee? <laughs> I mean employee, oh. yes. <laughs> and he was extremely helpful from the very beginning. We actually got in touch that he started following our page and he left a few comments and stuff. So I contacted him and we arranged his recording as well. And... Uh, I think it was very interesting because although we did some research on him and everything, we ended up talking about absolutely unexpected like things like bird watching, right? Yeah. <laughs> Neither me or Martin expected that topic. But what 
was the, mo the biggest takeaway for me and Martin. We actually started writing our own gratitude diaries, which Runa talked about. So, so far we keep, keep writing them. <laughs> I'm getting tired. <laughs> yes. Sometimes I would run away and wave my <laughs> arms and come here, I'll see. <laughs> you know, yeah. and I learned my kids a few birds as well. So, so. Do they enjoy it as well? don't think they enjoy it, but, but they know that, <laughs> that I enjoy it. So, so, they have to. Yeah, yeah, so, so if I'm going in my car, I can ask my daughter, uh, try to look at that bird over there. Was it uh, like whatever? And she would say, uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> then, I can, then I can be calm <laughs> instead of crashing the, the car. So next episode we did was with uh, Shebab who we met uh, together with Anna a uh, few months prior to our recording at a board games event he organized together with some other people for uh, students of science faculty mixed together with someone else. <laughs> and also Shabab was recommended uh, to us by Rune. And uh, what do you find? Yeah. <laughs> And what he found out uh, after, after the recording that Shebab is actually married and uh, Anna, she wanted to ask him a lot of things about uh, his marriage, how it, how it went and stuff like that. But uh, Shebab knows how to uh, keep his privacy and uh, his Facebook profile revealed no secrets. So we had to stick to what we talked during the episode. There are a lot of things that, that I'm doing. So the first thing that I started doing to, I knew that I had to meet people, right? And from the first week that I came here, I tried to look for activities that I could do. Uh, it was tough the first few weeks, I would say, because ever since I came to Denmark, I realized that people here only love beer. Right? <laughs> and they really love beer. And no matter what you want to do, beer has to be a part of it right <laughs> and then uh, but, but but this is a big barrier for me because of uh, my religious views as i'm muslim and i don't drink so and right away when when i think when i would say something like this maybe to a dane they would probably think to themselves that oh boy he's gonna have a hard time we talked to kenneth our next guest on the list um quite late in the semester but he was actually the guest we were searching after for the longest time. He was actually recommended by Esben, our very first guest, but we didn't really get into touch with him. We only knew him as the penguin guy, <laughs> since his research on penguins was what we actually ended up talking about. So... Well, maybe to cut you off here, Esben, he didn't mention Kenneth's name. Yeah. He just said, I have a friend who studies penguins. Maybe it would be interesting to talk to him. Well, <laughs> And there comes the penguin guy. <laughs> Yeah, but it was also very funny because after we published a post with Kenneth, I got a message from my friend back in the Czech Republic. Where do we keep coming with these handsome guys? So <laughs> I don't think if we told him, but that's another contribution on top of the great episode. <laughs> so my favorite animal has got to be the leopard seal, even though it's a controversial animal because I work with penguins and of course, that's the main prey of the leopard seal or 
that's unfortunately penguins, so it's kind of a, an inner battle there. But I really enjoy leopard seals. They're really amazing creatures. They're so what, what's so enjoyable about leopard like seals? Just their behavior, how I've seen, there's just something about them. I've never seen them in real life, of course. They're, they breed and live in the Antarctic waters. I've never been down there, but I've just from from all these nature programs and and from the stories you hear from people who've actually been down there, it's just they just seem to be like the most very interactive and, and interacting and very fearsome creatures. Somehow they're really amazing. Uh, there's just something about them, and and they're pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Our next guest proved that even after months of podcasting. Well, things happen, things go south, and it's always nice to have a podcast made with you, <laughs> because with Anna Clara, I was supposed to start off the episode and vote of her, but her name just completely popped out of my mind, <laughs> so I just happily passed it on to Anna, and I was grateful for her presence uh, yet again during the episode, because when Anna Clara was talking about some of, some of her memories of SDU, I almost got teary-eyed. It was it was awesome. It was so touching. So I just felt very comfortable <laughs> sitting silent, <laughs> telling my tears to just go back and letting Anna finish the episode. Fortunately, with Anna Clara, we had a very similar name, so I <laughs> could help out there. <laughs> I think that students are grown-ups and they should take care of themselves. Of course, I have some... some um, duties in that sense, but I was scared that they would just say, oh, she's so nice. Uh, and they didn't. In the nomination, the, instead, they actually uh, accentuated that I'm rough and oh. <laughs> uh, that I'm very strict with them, that I um, expect a lot of things from them and that I do a lot of things. I'm very passionate myself, but I also expect them to be passionate and they get my respect if they're engaged uh, in in the teaching situation. So I was very happy to read that mm. um, because that's, they called it the essence of Anna Clara. <laughs> and I was very um, happy that they saw that as the essence mm. of me. And our next guest, uh, Anners, which actually, with who we did uh, the recording the first, so he was actually the very first uh, teacher being recorded, yet not first to be published. Well, um, the episode was uh, yeah mostly about um, how mostly about and studies, what he studied, what he studies now, where uh, where did he go throughout uh, his student years. Um, but at the very end, uh, we touch uh, on maybe a bit more personal. Uh, issue his kids and the planning of the trips which was quite nice uh, just to see um, how to say the, the private sides of the, the human side yeah, <laughs> people, of yes. yeah <laughs> people we met uh, in the um, in the school and in the classrooms they are not just these uh, heads full of uh, so many information but um, people like you and me. That's why we do it, right? <laughs> what I really like about SDU here is that, that, uh, that everything is connected. Uh, so you, every day you meet people from, or students from other uh, uh, study programs. 
Um, whereas where I was at uh, the Danish University of Education, it's it's on, only people studying some form of education, right? Okay. <laughs> so yeah. so uh, we tend to be in a bubble a little bit, but but here it's uh, uh, you meet people who study medicine and uh, natural sciences and uh, yeah languages and so on. So it's that's and that's one of the first things I remember when I when I came back uh, to SDU is. Uh, the walk from my office up to the canteen, or to the meal yeah. hall, <clears throat> um, is that you hear other languages uh, all the time. People speak in mm-hmm. not just English, but also French and German and so on. When Rasmus, our very f- last guest of the first season, yeah, last yes. guest of the first season, <laughs> came for the recording to our dorms, he was very curious about the way we live here and he like kept looking in the living room then he asked if we can go to the balcony and check it there as well so <laughs> before we even started we just had a, like a guided tour around our building but the episode itself was very enjoyable and we actually had struggles like to cut it and stop it because as you could have known this is the longest episode from all the we had and it was we just had so many topics to uncover did you? Did you have troubles <laughs> with it? But you had no trouble with keeping one my 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 one minute long burst of laughter with actual tears. As I said, with Anna Clara, I was almost crying. With Rasmus telling funny story after funny story, I was also full on crying, crying <laughs> and laughing. And they kept it in. So, ladies and gentlemen, my teammates. <laughs> if there should be one reason to listen to that episode, this is the one. <laughs> and yet Mishka doesn't know what's going to come at the end of this episode. <laughs> James Fitzgerald, Jim, uh, I call him because I know famous people. Um, <laughs> he did his master's degree at Georgetown because he was often invited in to do court uh, to court trials where he would be an expert witness, but he didn't have a background in linguistics. So he went to Georgetown and we had the same supervisor. He hooked up with his supervisor. <laughs> 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 nice job, Jim. And... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so <laughs> so so we did a. Uh, <laughs> so, can we edit this out? <laughs> but uh, he's much older than me, so I guess it's it's fine. Hey, for many years, male <laughs> professors have taken advantage of their power situation and hooked up with female students. It's about time that a female professor hooked up with a male student. So I think. Uh, <laughs> So I joke sometimes that they're out of the only two straight guys in the program, which was me and Jim. Then, uh, so my supervisor had 50-50% chance of it. <laughs> I, was, I had a girlfriend at that time, so I, I couldn't do it. But uh... And that would be it for today. Thank you for listening. That's and our phrase to end every episode, right? <laughs> exactly. And signing off from the mics, it's Martin, Anna and Mishka. (laughs) (laughs) They already left, so I had to do that myself. (laughs) So did you have fun? Did you enjoy the episode? Well, Mishka did. Um.